Hello podcast listeners and thanks for joining us. Episode 9, part 2 of the Amion campaign. I'm going to ask you a quick question. Are you enjoying the campaign so far? If you're on episode 9, then you probably are. So would you mind leaving us a, a review and a rating? It helps other people find us and it helps us know what we're doing well. And of course, if there's anything you want to tell us that you weren't enjoying, do so and we know what to improve upon. So thanks very much for getting this far. Let's carry on with part 2 of episode 9. Uh, so let, we're back um, and James was asking me about navigation I said you know you're you're okay you're on the road um, but just if you are looking at the map um, I've not marked them on there there are small settlements dotted around and so off the main road you would have like little junctions you know with maybe a, an old a, a, a track or a paved road it depends on how uh, big of a settlement it is but there are smaller settlements dotted around um, that is not on the map because otherwise you'd add millions of points all over it. Um, so anyway, um, we've done one roll, which was basically the result was wind. The first day, so the fifth day, you wake up and it's, although it's quite bright and sunny, it's a bit breezy. Um, but because of the time of year, it's not particularly cold wind. It's just windy. It's fine. Uh, if it was winter months, then I would be making checks for the cold, but you'll find. Um, so, let's go into the other results, which are encounter results. So, it's a D4, and you had three of these. So, um, I'm going to pick on Bainer. Could you, Opal, could you give me a D4 roll, please? Oh. Was that a two? Yes. Uh, on the road, on the, on the second day, um, or the, no, the sixth day, sorry, uh, the wind's died down, it's much nicer. Um, you come across a trader. He's got a bit like you, he's got a wagon. Um, he's coming, probably from Orofan. Um, and he's sort of trundling down the road quite happily, singing a song to himself. It's an old man. Um quite well-dressed, quite looking quite respectable. And he sees you all. Um, you can see he has a wagon full of wares. It's up to you if you want to stop him, or um, he'll carry on past you. Yeah, I'll stop him. Yeah, let's stop him. Okay. Um, Alright, my dears. Nice to, uh, nice to meet you all. My name is Patrick. And I'm a bit of a wandering trader. I sell all sorts of different people. I just roam the land selling stuff. Hello, mate. So, um, I'm ready. This is open. There's no one else has got off. This. Oh, okay. But yeah, uh, let's um, let's see what you've got. Okay. And like in a video game, a little inventory tab pops up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now he's got uh, some food, um, drink, uh, things like um, furs, animal furs, pelts. Um, unless there's anything specific you can think of that you might be thinking of, and we'll say that he's got it or might have it. Nothing. I can't see anything. Yeah. Good. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, I did pick up. 
Uh, I've just come from uh, that elven city up here. But, um, pardon me. And I um, I picked up these rather nice uh, tonics. They um, they provide you with vitality if uh, if ever you're injured. Health potions. Uh, how much are they? Oh, I'm selling them at a hundred gold each. And I've got six of them. I'll take one. Okay. Nice doing business with you. I'll take one too. Oh, game is... Do I need one? I don't know. Do they work? Do they work on vampires? You can you be you can be magically healed. Yeah, I've healed you before. You have. Sorry, that's yeah. yeah, you can be magically my healed. My brain. There is nothing in the left. Let me see my inventory. I completely forgot I've got this. <laughs> oh no, I don't need one. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Potions. Right. Um. So. No, there's no items or weapons or. Um. No, he's not got weapons on him. Hmm. Oh uh, yeah. All right. Then. Well, you have a good day. Yeah. Thanks, he uh, tips his hat to you and he um carries on down the road. Uh, let's have two more d4s, please, from anyone. Um, Dan, do you want to roll a d4? Sure. I should have said Brennan. Let's say one. A one. That is roll and play. Fireballs. Fireballs erupt out of the road. Uh, let's see, that's a D12. Shall I roll it or somebody else want to roll it? Bit of group engagement. Don't mind. Well, oh, I've rolled last time. Anyone else want to roll? I don't. What did you roll? I didn't. I've just seen if anyone else wanted to roll. Well, I, I well I rolled, and um, on the seventh day, you see from just across the moor there is um, smoke rising, um, but it's kind of over a hill, and you can't quite see what it is. But there is quite thick smoke rising high into the sky. But black or yeah, black. Yeah. Right. So right. So that's. That's definitely a fire. <laughs> I think we should go check it. Yeah, maybe we check should go, like, cl um, being careful before we just go out because we don't know what they are. Is it like thick, like more than a campfire? Oh yeah, smoke? yeah. It's like if you were, if a building had gone up, kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's go cautiously. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Steer towards the. Are you going to leave? There's no road going to it. It's um, you'd have to either take the cart cross country or just go cross country. It's within the same hex, so you're not going to be, 
you know, leaving it for more than a day. I'm still leaving it. <laughs> still leaving um, it. Yeah, we'll take it as far as we can. Yeah, and then maybe hide it. Yeah. Okay. Um, it is moorland, so it's going to be quite difficult. Um, let's have a animal handling roll from whoever's driving it. I wouldn't say rodeo because you're on the sort of scout sort of uh, thing. So anyone but rodeo could make a animal handling roll. Should they? I think <laughs> they get the other druid. <laughs> so do yeah. I don't know. I can try. Well, I'll give you a little word of encouragement there. So if you're going to give it a try, I'll, I'll encourage you in a bardic way. Didn't we say Gossel was driving it anyway previously? Well, I had driven before, but I'm quite happy for somebody else to oh, drive. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry, because uh, I didn't realise. No, no, it's fine. I've just given you some bardic inspiration, so what, do, what do, do have a go at driving. If anybody does have proficiency in land vehicles as well, that would be helpful. <laughs> oh, uh, bardic inspiration means you can add a d6 to any uh, roll. Uh, um, get okay. an inspiration dice. You can add an, a roll, a d6 to an ability check, attack roll, or a saving throw at any point. So, for animal handling, I rolled a 15 and a 6, so it's 28. Yeah, that's... Even the 15 would have been enough that you're you're just guiding the horse, you know, gently and trying to encourage it basically over pretty rough track. The horse on its own would be fine, but because it's got the wagon on the back, it's, uh, you know, it's probably a little bit reluctant, but you manage to encourage it. And after about an hour, you sort of come to where you can see just down in a dip, there's a stable, what looks like a stable, a little farmhouse, and it's all on fire. Burning away. Looks a bit okay. unstable to me. Yeah, I can So, should we go and see if anybody's on, in danger? Yeah, there's like no one screaming or putting the fire out already. You, you hear horses in this um, sort of like barn stably type thing um, making loads of noise and commotion um, but from the oh. from the house, nothing Okay, I'm going to go free the horses Yeah, let's go Yeah uh, yep. Let's have a um, constitution save because of the smoke huh. Oh god, is that um... a spell slot? Ooh, 19. Plus. Constitution. 22. 22 from Opals. 14. 14. Gossel, I'm not going to say you need to make one if you're going down there because I don't think you breathe. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought I'd go down there to help because I'm not likely to burn either. No, Constitution save. Mm hmm. Uh, oh, balls. Nine. So, everyone but Brennan. Brennan, you, you kind of start. Choking on the on the smoke, um, maybe your eyes are watering a bit as well, um, and you sort of collapse down to your knees a little bit, coughing your guts up. Um, as for the others, you do successfully uh, get the doors, get to the doors. Um, let's have a, a strength check um, to open them because they are barred and broken. I think my strength is a minus. That's 15 fine. for me. <laughs> um, 12. 
Yeah, it's enough, and if Gottel's helping as well. Um, a 10 from Gottel. And yeah. a 10 from Gottel, yep. It's enough that you can sort of smash the beam that's blocking the door and um, and get the barn door open, followed by a lot of horses stampeding out. Um, I'm going to um, try and stop one. Yeah. Now I'm going to ask it um, how many people in the house. <laughs> uh, give us give us an animal, animal handling Zero. to see if you can... Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. I've got plus five in animal handling. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And you're, you're talking to it with Speak of Animals. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the horse sort of very frightened. It's like bucking and trying to like get away from you, but you sort of calm it enough. And um, well, it doesn't know you can speak to it until you speak to it. Uh, yeah. Um, how many people are normally in the house? Two. Two people. There are two people in the house. Right. All right. I'll get him going. Get safe, get safe. And he, he bolts all the other horses. Right here, we've got two in the house. Recovering from the coughing fit. Um, how big's the barn? It's quite sizable. Uh, it'd be, I don't know, like 60 feet front to back and then 40 across. Something like that. Okay. Is the roof still intact? The roof is currently still intact, but it's probably not long before it collapses okay um so through the open door on the inside i want to cast create water mm -hmm. which creates 10 gallons worth of water in a 30 foot cube as rain oh nice yeah it will um i get everything but some of it yeah it'll put as much of the fire out as possible and probably wet enough of the barn as well that uh, the fires will start to die out Nice. Well done. <laughs> I pushed the cast button expecting something magic to happen, but it just marked off a spell slot and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that. But yeah, I'm going to go for the house. Yeah, when you get to the house, you see the door is actually open. It's been sort of smashed in. Um, in. Or... in? Yeah, smashed in, yeah. yeah. It's off the hinges a bit. And there are plenty, there's quite a few sort of tracks leading in, like dirty feet sort of tracks. But not out. They go in and out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's and you can see they lead off away across the moors. I'm going to shout, and, like, is anyone in there? There's no response. <laughs> da, da, da. It's kind of like a thatched roof, a white stone building uh, thatched roof sort of affair. Old school farm. Um, yeah, a window maybe explodes as you, you know, and flames burst out. Right. Mm. Right, I'm going to send in, use one of the wild shops to do wild companion, send in my cat. Yeah. And, uh, and then I'll um, take a few steps back somewhere away from the actual fire and I'll go into the wild sheep form so I can see for it. With the cat you will find eventually uh, in one of the ground floor rooms are two people um, probably middle aged they're not, not elderly people or nothing um, and they appear to have been murdered and there's several you can see that there's like perhaps a torch has been like put into something to set it on fire and that sort of thing. 
Yeah, it's, it's, right. a, it's a deliberate act. Okay, dokie. I'll dismiss the cat and come back. Um, yeah, there's two dead in there. So someone's mad for these guys. I'm guessing the tracks, point down to the tracks on the floor, are going to take us to them. How so, fresh are the tracks? Oh, is this, this has happened fairly recently. It's not been, uh, not been long done. And are they humanoid tracks or something else? They are humanoid tracks, yeah. Do we go hunt them down? Or? Yeah, maybe we should. Yes. Is the stable completely out? Like the it's, fire? It's going out. It's it's not out out, but it's enough water that it's you know it's dying. Okay. Right. Did you say the farmhouse was on fire as well? The farmhouse is also on fire. Uh, I use another. Let's uh, take yeah. another one and try and douse that as well. Yeah, I would. Um... That's fine. Again, it would be enough water that it will start to, you know, run over it and make things wet enough that they, they it starts to go out. Why <sighs> would someone do this? Well, let's go find out. Yeah, if you want to uh, yeah. follow yeah, the tracks, have a survival check to. I'm just too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you are like four million years old. Then. True. Sorry, it's just that like you said uh, let's go and find out, and it reminded me of uh, Lethal Weapon Four. Oh. Where they were about to go and fight Jet Li. Go and ask him then. Right. <laughs> you made me chuckle. Someone somewhere has just taken some psychic damage. Uh, fifteen for me. Yeah, that's enough. You can because some of the tracks, you know, uh, where the ground maybe hardens, where it's not rained recently, it's harder to follow. But you, you, uh, you do track for about an hour or so, um, and you come to sort of like a. a a dip between a couple of smaller hills and you can hear and see a pack of gnolls um, sort of eating a, a horse um, bits of a horse that they've taken from this place they don't care uh, classes animals do they they're beasts they are beasts yes yeah so I can't understand what it is that's fine. Um... Ha! Maybe it's time for lunch. You can eat these? Yeah, I can drink them. Oh, this is uh, this is the third day as well, so um, Opal would be getting hungry. Yeah. We would be. Uh, can we tell that these were the ones that attacked? Well, you follow their. Uh, you follow we their follow tracks. The, it's a horse. The, yeah. the horse yes. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to take my styrofoam and the archer. All well, my yeah. clothes discipline is just blue and stars all over radio and cast a guiding bolt at one. Cast the guiding bolt one. That's why I was bringing up Noel. Um, <clears throat> there are six of them. I've only got one guiding bolt. <laughs> there are six of them. Um, let me just go. I that's fine. So, uh, guiding bolt, yeah, cast away. 
13 to hit. Uh, 13 does not hit, unfortunately. Um, it kind of like fizzles out, perhaps, as it hits. Um, okay. And these things that are feasting on this bit of horse sort of st all stop at once, their ears prick up. Because they're kind of like hyena-like, right? Um, yes. These, uh, they're humanoid, but they're like hyena-like. And they kind of like all stop. And they look around. And they will start snarling. Um, let's roll initiative. Do, 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 do. <laughs> 14. 14. 16. 21. What is happening oh, today? Why are we rolling the same? <laughs> Got all the 21. What was uh, Brennan, sorry? Uh, 16, did I say? Yeah, six. I'm just going to roll them in two groups. So two groups of three. Um, so three of them will act at the same time. Um, group one is there. And group two is there. Okay, four. Okie dokie. G1, two, three. G1, two, three. Okie dokie. Um, Gottel, you are up first. You've got some very angry looking gnolls. Right, so how, how far away are they? Um, they're about 20 feet down in this dip. Right, and are they all kind of grouped together in a sort of loose... Sort Currently, of they are all grouped together, shoulder to shoulder, trying to eat this horse stuff. Excellent. Well, in that case, I'm going to cast Nasea's Mischief on them. Okay. So if they can all give me a lovely, uh, what's the thing now? It's, um... Oh, right. Bear with me a second. That's okay. A 20-foot cube, you can see. Uh, roll a mischievous search table, roll a starting turns. Right, so, yeah, I'm going to fill a 20-foot cube with, and I'll roll a d4 to find out what I'm filling it with. Four. So that would be that. So the whole twenty foot surrounding them is now full of molasses. Oh, okay. So they're a bit, uh, they're a bit stuck. It's a magical cube of molasses in droplets, so they're not drowning or anything. It's just difficult terrain, and they're all sticky and shitty and you know full of, full of molasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. So half movement. That's great. Um, and that's me done. They don't take any damage from that, I presume it's just... Uh... No, no, it's just a little bit of an an, an area control yeah. thing, you know. Yeah, that's fine. Absolutely fine. No, I love that. Brilliant. Uh, okay, well, in that case, Brennan, you're up with some very sticky knolls. Mm. Uh, I want to shout, uh, why did you do this in Goblin? Just... Goblin. To see if they speak goblin. What do they speak? No, they only speak knoll, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Um, they, um. they they look as puzzled as probably as everyone else does. <laughs> <laughs> Worth a shot. Um, and then I'll summon up a couple of balls of fire and cast scorching ray. So one ray at three. Okay. Of them. Now that molasses on fire would probably caramelise as well, wouldn't it? Sticking. <laughs> so. 
Uh, are you targeting specifically three of them, are you? Not all six? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can throw three. Uh, in that case, I'm going to put group two as an additional... Ooh, let's call it 1d6 burning damage each round because that's going to be fucking painful. Okay. Uh, Come on, that's a 20, right? Oh no, it's an out one. Plus five, so it's six to hit. Six. So that went badly. Six. Yeah, it doesn't hit. But I will let you roll the d6 because the fire would have still surrounded them and then caramelized that. Uh, that molasses. Okay. So roll a d6 of three of them. That's uh, a four. Cool. So they each take four points of burning damage. So it's like an area of effect kind of thing, but no direct hit. Um, that's going to put that on there. Sweet. And you hear them all screaming in agony. Like, um, they're not very happy about it. Um, it is group one of the gnolls. Oops. That's the wrong button. I didn't want to press that. Done. There it is. Right, uh, they pick up their spears and will throw them at. Uh, there are four of you, aren't there? Yeah. They're going to throw them at. One, two. Unfortunately, Brennan, they are throwing them at you. Um, so you've got three spears incoming. That's um, the goblin. Let me see. Yeah, it was the goblin. Uh, nine does not hit, I'm guessing. Just not. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. What? A 17 what? and a 19 to hit on the other yeah. two. So two two of these things um, come at you and uh, will hit doing 10, 14 points of piercing damage from uh, incoming Jeez. spears. Uh, and then we go on to Rolio. Oh, sorry, they're, they'll move uh, 15 feet, because they can't get the full 30. So they'll move 15 feet closer. Um, and I said they were 20 feet down, so they're getting closer. Rolio, if you'll go. Um, as an action, I'll cast Moonbeam mm -hmm. on the one closest to me. Yes, yeah, so the three that are advancing, yep. Yeah, so uh, silvery beam of pale light shines down to a five foot radius onto one and it stays as 40 foot high so it's just a beam well it would be moonlight but magic <laughs> um so constitution 13 safeties con save 13 oh i think they probably failed because i rolled a four uh yeah they failed so it's 2d 10 the damage is eight and what's the size of the moonbeam Five foot oh, and forty foot high, so it's five foot radius. So it's just going to be one of them, just one of them. Okay, what was the yeah. damage on it? Eighteen in total. Uh, this one's very, very hurt from that. Um, um man, it's burning the section from the starry form. I mean, I can find it again. Jesus. So it's, yeah, it's five to attack. So the arrow fires out of. Radio and aims to the one I just hit. Just a random arrow. And that, where, where does the arrow come from? It's, it's like at the constellation, according ah, okay. to the style of month. Yeah. So he, he, at the moment, it's all the constellations on his body are the, the shape of the archer. Yeah. 
and then it just fires you out. That's how I'm reading it. I'm making yeah, it. Yeah, no, anyway. that's fine. That's fine. Um, so it's plus five. Eighteen to hit. It does hit. Opal, you'll be up next. One G eight plus three. Uh, seven. Ten. Ten points. Uh, you drop him. This guy goes down. This knoll goes down. Uh, and his <laughs> friends are looking at him a little bit worried. Um, but not shaken. They seem to have some sort of relentless resolve. Uh, we're on to group. Oh, sorry. We're on to Opal. Sorry to the lie. Opal, you're up. So I don't want to go to the to the one that. It looks as if it is difficult to walk. I want to go to the, the you know, I don't want to have any issues walking. And uh, I want to attack with my claws to one. Yep. 17, does it hit? Mm-hmm, it hits. Yes, to do... Um, Sorry, I'm just. Uh, I think it's a strength check. If it's strength, then it's 16. But if I grapple the target, then they do. They need to escape, but it doesn't say if it's strength or not. Yeah, if you're grappling, it'll be strength. It's strength, isn't it? Mm -hmm. What is it? They roll a 16. Okay, so they escape my claws. Um, So yeah, I cannot, um, I cannot bite, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah, you try and grapple it, and it sort of shrugs you away and gets away from you, like making that hyena chuckle, like <laughs> kind of sound um, as you as you get away from it. Uh, we're on to the group two, the ones that are covered in um, uh, the burning molasses. Um, I'll let that. I'll actually we'll do the damage on Brennan's go. Um, they are going to chuck some spears. From their position, free rodeo. You're going to get these ones, I'm afraid. Um, that is an 18, a 16, another 16 to hit you, all with a plus four on top. So Jesus Christ! Two all dirty, free, yeah. All yeah, all free, no problem. So it's two dirty twenties and the one that's over. Um, eight, uh, nine, ten, two, four, six. 16 points of piercing damage is. Uh, Three spears come flying in your direction. <clears throat> Thanks, mate. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, Gossel, you're back around at the top, please. How close are we to me now? Uh, you've got oh. you've got one group three. Uh, sorry, one group of two, which are now uh, five, uh, ten, uh, five feet away from you. Sorry. All right, cool. And sorry, um, um, need to make a concentration save. I'm still maintaining Manessa's mischief, and that group is also now covered in even more molasses. We'll call those movement zero then, shall we? Um, constitution save for those guys, was it? Uh, no, me. I need to make a constitution. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vicious, yeah. But... Oh, it's 18, it's fine. You're fine. Right, sorry, Gosh, yeah, we'll fine. carry on. 
Yeah, so they're they're even more covered in more molasses there. Yeah, I'll okay. I'll call them I'll call them zero movement group um one that is. I'll call that zero. They can't move, they're stuck to the spot. We'd got to like to do anything else. Well that was a concentration, but I think I think that's me done. That's you done, we go to Brennan. Uh, I'm going to back up a bit, having taken some spears. Um, can I sort of get to the crest of the the hill? Yeah, you can get up on the ridge there, yeah. Um, and then I'll, I'll cast Scorching Ray again, so three bolts. Yeah. Three individuals. Are you going down on the ones um, in the bowl of the, the hill? Yeah. Uh, so the first bolt, I rolled another fucking natural one. Oh! <laughs> Second bolt was a natural 20. Sweet! And third is... Are you kidding? Another natural one? Well, you were looking for... <laughs> you were looking for a 15, so you've at least got one crit on the... Uh, <laughs> on one of them. Does this, does this fucking dice roll anything other than that? Oh, I'm just going to roll a d20 and see what I get. A four, okay. <laughs> um, okay, so the one that hit uh, does max damage. Just just get physical dice down, that's what you need. Plus a roll, so 12 plus uh, eight, so 20 total damage. Uh, that one one guy. Yeah, this. so one of these already caramelized gnolls um, down in the, in the dip, <coughs> uh, he completely goes up in flame. <laughs> And you hear the screams as he uh, he falls down dead. Uh, the other two looking quite concerned, um, but there's still enough of them. They're not gonna. They're not. They're not completely done yet. Um, if that's all, then we go to group one who are completely immobilised and they've chucked their spears, so they can't actually do anything. Um, so they're just gonna look menacing and like snarling and. <laughs> um, at uh, Gottel, uh, well, all of you actually, because you're all there. Um, we go on to Rolio. Rolio, oh, Rolio. Um, so, as the bonus action, I'll just move my hands to the right, and the moonbeam will move to the next and all across. Yep. So, it's a concentration. Um, yeah, con save. Con save is a natural one. Alright, so I'm going to do 10, 10, 10, 4 and 6, so it's only 10 points of damage. 10 points, yeah, that's fine, he's uh, he's bloodied. And then bonus action again from the styrofoam. So it's 5, 18 to hit. Yeah. And then 2, 8, plus 3, so 9 points of damage. Yeah, uh, very, very wounded. Um, he's not looking very happy at all, that guy. Uh, if there's nothing else, we go to Opal. You've got one Noel in front of you. Well, you've got two that are mobilised. One's very, very, very wounded, uh, but in Moonbeam, and the other one is unharmed. But he's immobilised, that is he. Yeah, yeah, they can't move. They're completely covered in molasses. So I'll go to the one that looks... 
and uh, I try to bite them. Okie dokie. Bite it. Uh, so, do I need to do a grapple? Well, he can't really get away from you. You can just choose to bite him. 18, does it hit? It hits. Okay, so do you want me to roll um, damage and stuff? Yeah, roll the damage. Six piercing plus nine uh, necrotic damage. Nine plus six, so fifteen. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's again, he's very bloody, but um, you take a good draft of this blood, and it is vile and disgusting, and you will gain no benefits from this. If anything, I'm actually going to impose disadvantage uh, on on actions. But it's disgusting, and um. Give me a... Give me a history check. Wheaton by molasses. Well, she's got diabetes now. <laughs> Diabetic Eleven. Um, you don't know the ins and outs of it, but you know that gnolls are kind of a demonic creation. And so their blood is just rank. Um, for the rest of the day, you'll have disadvantage on checks because, you, you, because you feel sick, basically. Um, it's the first time I tried. It was like, yeah, it, it's not nice. It's really nasty. Um, but this is that third day. You do need to have fed, um, but it's not gonna. It's not gonna do anything for you, I'm afraid. Um, Opal goes. So we've got group two, who are not so stuck. They can move up to 15 feet, but they have nothing to attack with because they have no spears. Um, they've thrown all those, so group two have moved up. They're now with the others. Um, got all. Yes, right. So, um, so am I just out of melee range still, or just in melee range, or what, what? No, they're all still five feet away from you. So I can back off slightly and just give them another dose of... Uh... Yeah. If you dose sense. if you dose this lot successfully, then um, they're all stuck to the spot. They're completely clagged up with molasses. Well, no, the the whole gang of them now must must give me a wisdom saving throw. Okie dokie. Um, that is a natural one. Right. They basically they can smell apple pie, and it's such a good smell of apple pie that they're all charmed. Oh, nice. Even though some of them might be on fire at the moment. No, I don't think any of them are on fire at the moment. I think you're uh, you're safe. Right, they're all they're all they're all charmed until the start of my next turn. So I'll say, you know, turn around. It's fine. Look over there. And point them the other way. Cool. Um, and they're all completely stuck fast, aren't they? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um. Brennan. Especially can turn away so people can, start, can attack them from behind. It might give them some advantage. If they get attacked while charmed, does that not break the charm? It will break the charm, yep. but because they're facing the other way, they're yep. not looking. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, Brennan, you got um, one, two, three, four gnolls stuck to the spot, all looking the other way. Uh, two of them are heavily wounded. The other two are not so heavily wounded. And one of them is in a moonbeam. 
Uh, no one's close to them, are they? Like... No, they're all five feet away from you. So it's like a square between you, basically. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll use burning hands. Uh... Oh, sorry. Um, roll two d six for two of them. I've completely forgot about that. Oh yeah. And then do your burning hands. That's a four. Burning hinge-ish. So that's the, the um, that's that, that caramelised sort of sugary stuff all over them, that which there's, they're, mm. they're making them very uncomfortable. Four points of damage. Uh, so fifteen foot cone. Fifteen foot cone, yeah. However many that hits of them without um, there's four any of, them. of our guys. You could just because they're stuck. You could just move around and literally just blast them. So you'd get you would get <laughs> why not. You would get. Oh wait, actually, fifteen foot cone. If, that seems big, is it? Fifteen right. foot. The oh, end. Right the end result will be fifteen, so you get three of them. If you move yourself around, if you have enough movement, you get yourself around the other side of them, where they're looking, and then blast them, and you'd get three of them. Or you can go to the side of them and get two of them. Uh, I'll go around and try to get three, as long as I'm not going to hit any allies. If well, no, because if you, if you put yourself um, at 15 feet away from them, the end point, oh, yeah, which yeah, is 15 yeah. feet shot. wide, will get three of them, but not go further. I'll do that, because mostly distracted, so I shall cast that. Uh... But they're all got what's gone, look over there, and they're all looking over there, and then all of a sudden you're going to appear in front of them and go, Hi! Fire! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, buh, 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 buh. Okay, deck save, please, on them. Uh, I'm going to do disadvantage because they're stuck first. Um, that is... Uh, seven. Seven fails. Uh, so they take. They all take eight points of fire damage each. They all take eight points. We're going to knock off one of the wounded ones. And that will put that one at... So, the three remaining, one goes down dead. The three remaining are all very heavily wounded and looking panicked, probably want to try and flee, but they're stuck. They can't move. <laughs> um, group one can't do anything, and that's one of the heavily wounded ones. Um, we're going to call that one the one that you didn't blast fire, because I just remembered Opal would have been ne right next door trying to eat. So, okay. um, yeah, we'll call that one the one that Opal was attacking. Uh, Rolio, you're up. Nice. Um, yeah, so it was just... I've misread... Well, I know misread, I didn't read it. Uh, Moonbeam also damages at the start of their turn as well. Okie dokie. Well, let's do... Well, in fact, i tell you what, the Moonbeam, will, you'll move it onto this other guy, and he's dead. He's only got two hit points left anyway. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so yeah, Opal, can't. you've got this moonbeam suddenly appear right in front of you on top of this thing, but um, you're safe. And yeah, the uh, it drops the it drops down dead. You have successfully killed the gnolls. You see, Opal is literally you. You know that she's pale, but this time she's like grey pale, and she's just throwing up, throwing up. Yeah, you're you're just feeling really rough. Not nice. Um, that is the seventh day. Um, nothing else exciting happens. You probably get back to your horse and cart. Carry on. Uh, that will put you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 
on the eighth day. <laughs> Opal, on the morning oh of the eighth God, day. Oh my God, I thought exactly the same. <laughs> Dan, why did you do that? What was it? It will oh. be in my head forever. <laughs> on the eighth day of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the, the morning of the eighth day. Opal, you are feeling a bit better, but you are very hungry. Um, you also... Is there, any, is there any blood left? Well, I got a couple of bottles there, so it depends how much you had. I had one, so I'll drink the other two. Yeah, that's fine. You're uh, you're satisfied to roll a d4 for how many more days that's going to last you. Four. Okay, you got four days, and that is eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Um, you'll you'll run out of, you'll be hungry again just the day before you reach the city. But you've seen it approaching on the road. You now come to, uh, directly to the west of you is the Red Step. It's you're quite high, so you're you are much higher up uh, um, here, and the Red Step is a huge sort of red um sort of uh is it clay like a red clay sort of cliff there's a forest at the base of it and then you've got the forest um at the top of it here and this is the forest where Oro farm is built uh, or made um there are some a hilly region off to the east so the forest sort of sits between these hills and uh the the, the slopes of the red steppe and way off in the distance, um, you can see the Jade Mountains sticking up out of the ground. And the Jade Mountains are huge, green, uh, well, towering mountains. I was trying to think of a better descriptive word, but uh, it's lost me. Um, towering green mountains just off in the distance to the north. But this huge forest um, spans out before you. Uh, let me bring up the next Part. So it, it might be worth us making sure that we do some hunting over the next couple of days to maybe top up the bottles a little bit. Mm. Oh. That's true. That's a good idea. I did also actually put in the travelling rules that um, combat while travelling was going to incur some uh, some penalty, but um, since we're sort of we've. I don't know if it's going to be relevant because we've kind of, because I've done the whole set yourselves up with a certain amount of days and activities then, uh, or things to happen, then um, I don't know, figure it out later. Um, so when you first enter the forest, you have this feeling like you're being watched, <coughs> not by any physical being, it feels more like an entity of some description is searching your mind and your soul. You don't hear a voice. It's just more of a sense that something is trying to discover your intentions and reason for being here. So, how do you react? Do you answer it with your feelings? Um, if you try to disguise your intentions or give off false intentions, then please be honest about it. You can make a deception check. Um, if you're genuinely happy to share your intentions, then let us know what your intentions are. Um, you don't need to tell the group or the listeners, so feel free if you want to. Instead, you can send me a message in your private channel. But 
let me know what 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 you do you want to try and you know deceive this thing or are you quite happy to sort of say no I'm genuinely here and this is my reason oh yeah radio just genuinely he's delivering a crate that's it he hasn't got any intentions yeah and he sort of portray that feeling to whatever this searching is friendly I guess just on my way yeah Brennan's going to assume this is something to do with the forest and would therefore be open with it um yeah, why don't you, because of your ancestry, why don't you give me a nature check? Nature, nature, nature. That's 13. Yeah, you would know, um, if I could actually do it with advantage, to be honest, um, you would know that Elven Holmes, um, you were tiefling, weren't you, if I remember right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tieflings and elves have a history together um, in Amion. Probably their sort of ancestry mingling and whatever, but um, you would know elven homes tend to be protected by dryads or spirits of the of the forest. And as such, this is one such spirit who is tasked with these people entering the forest, are they good or are they bad? You would know that. It's up to you if you want to tell the rest. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, sort of turn to the others and say, um, do not fear this feeling. It's simply uh, the inhabitants making sure we mean them no harm. What do you mean, the inhabitants? They are likely elves or uh, other such woodland beings. It is a way of um, sort of assessing people who come in and seeing if they are a threat to be avoided or attacked. Or As long as we are truthful about our intentions here, then we should be fine. Is there anything that we need to be careful of or the way you talk to them? Uh, if we encounter them... Uh, we should perhaps tread carefully. We are in their territory, but this is more of a, uh, a spirit entity that doesn't really communicate, just has one function. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I don't think we have any particularly hidden reason doing our job here that we've been given them we're going through the forest you know yeah yeah and if if you're all in agreement then uh, with that then um you don't get any ill feeling from this thing you almost kind of feel welcome and with that sort of welcome feeling you begin to notice almost like a whisper on the breeze this slightly faint choral music it's not it's not really loud or strong. You just, you just kind of notice it in the background, um, and it's pleasant. It makes you feel at ease. And I'm not going to make you roll for any more encounters or anything like that um, for the next couple of days. Travel. 
the road winds through this forest and it's not it it almost looks like a maintained forest it's um there's not huge shrubs of you know vines of fawns or anything like that it's very pretty um there's different sort of birds fluttering about and insects um and the closer you come to Orofan, you start to see there's lanterns, but they're not lit by flame. They're magical lanterns, which give us lovely soft glow amongst the trees, especially as the night draws in. Um, and the days go on, just a pleasant journey, maybe a babbling brook somewhere that you can hear. And it's, it's, it's just tranquil and peaceful. Opal, you get to that uh, third or fourth day. I think we said fourth day. Mm. And it's the day you know that Orofan is close. Um, but you, it's your last day of camping. Uh, you're hungry again, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, you could hunt in the woods. I can. I need to hunt after this vile thing. Unless, unless oh, um, Gossel's got any more bottles of blood. No, I think she needs to hunt. She needs to handle human. You can do hunting. No, I've used up my little insurance policy there. I didn't think it'd take us quite as long. Yeah, 40, well, 13 days of travel in total. Um, hunting. So, could you roll me a d20, please, Opal? So we'll say that you've set camp up for the final night before you press into Orofan. Um... If you want to roll a D20. a D20, please, yes. Twelve. So it's the final night. Perhaps everyone's sort of sat around the campfire, sharing a story or two, drinking a glass of wine or beer, whichever you decided to take in the sort of more expensive um, adventuring gear. And for Opal, you to say I'll be back and slink off into the forest. Mm-hmm. How would you say Opal hunts? Do you use a bow or do you try and use your cat-like features to... So yeah, I will shift. Uh, this is what I'm trying to say. Where is my... So I want to shift to become... Like to get my cat-like mm -hmm. features. I'm just trying to remember what I'm doing. Oh yeah. Um... You don't need to worry too much about the mechanics. If you just want to say you shift to a cat because... Yeah. It's it's literally a, a a luck thing, okay? So over a ten, luck has it that you found something, and with Opal being what Opal is, you can do it. You can just get there yeah. and you can pounce on a deer, say. Um, mm -hmm. If it was Gottle or Roly, I would have had them make a roll, but you're okay. more yeah. predatorial. But yeah, I get my cat-like um, features, and then I just. Um, try to look for any um, footsteps, tracks, and then I can, I, I try to hear and listen and see if, uh, if there is, if I can identify that there is any deer or any boar or something close. Yeah, you, you successfully sort of track down a deer. It's maybe and in a small then... clearing, just eating. And then I'm trying to approach as uh, stealthy as possible without being on the other side of the wind so she cannot mm -hmm. or he cannot smell me. And then when I'm close, I attack with my claws. And Opal successfully takes down a deer. 
and feeds. Um, do you bring the carcass back to the camp so they yes. can eat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. So uh, Opal's not only fed itself, but she's fed you guys. Uh, yeah. Let's have a D4 from Opal then, just see how many days you can go again. It's a lot of rolling. Three, three, three days, you're fine. You'll be in Orofon. Um <laughs> It's a lot of it's a lot of rolling. I know um, we might perfect this again. I might do another iteration. We might even just chuck travel rules in the bin. I don't know. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, yeah. So the fi that final night of the journey passes uh, probably quite happily. You all you're all now fat and full with deer. Um, Opal certainly happy. Um, and the next day you finally are faced at the base of the Jade Mountains. Set there at the edge of the forest, Orofan. And Orofan is one of unique architecture. Uh, druids long ago and to this day made a deal with the spirit of the forest, uh, Ofenoi, the dryad, uh, who um, Brennan sensed, uh, in which they could shape the trees into living buildings. And such is the way of things homes, libraries, inns, shops, holy places all are woven into the trees hollows that have been opened up magically to create spaces that could be used for such purposes the boughs themselves uh, forming walkways and the smaller branches handrails beautifully woven to create a sturdy railing and that is where we're going to leave it for tonight that is Oro Farm um, the city of elves in the forest at the base of the Jade Mountains mm -hmm. And next time we'll pick up um, with our refined bit more of a detailed description on how it looks and what it is, and uh, get stuck into it. And if Tom joins us, then um, Tom will be probably out of breath catching up to you on the road. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you very much for playing, listening, watching. Uh, we look forward to seeing you again very soon. So thank you guys. Have a pleasant evening. Bye-bye.